This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. at about six years old for Mr. Chate over here. And uh, if anyone listening to this, Harnov, uh, I want to say Rehov Shalzin, uh, 50. Michael, I say you have the rest of your life to do. Make moves today, guys. Let's make moves today. Really say that? No, no, I'm, I'm, I am saying that. Cur- I'm saying that currently. I don't say. Guys, you only you say that you only say that? Or are you only saying that? Are you collecting money, Biscuit? Oh, yeah? Making a move? Are you actually collecting money? Moves. Are making moves. I'm making a moose. Like making a moose. Like making a chocolate chip. Are you serious? He wants moose. Pick it up. Good shot. Oh, man. Don't tease me like that. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, 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 or the, yeah, or the, the bigger circle ones. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get in. You're like, dude, why did you just get in? Yeah. I was thinking, I just discovered, no, not at all. No? I just go, I just go in the morning. It's Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> 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 I was dead. I was like, 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 I
to make a better, a better place for families and for guys. He himself has a, an unbelievable yeshiva doing the real work. Um, so I thought that we would, uh, Fully came to me this morning and we were schmoozing about a question. So let's go and fully to ask the first question. Okay. Just to introduce yourself, tell me your name, where you're from, so that. My name is Fali Zucker. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Yudha Zucker's brother? Ah, and you have a brother teaching about Yeshiva. From Baltimore, he teaches something in English, I think. Yeah, okay. And Yudha Zucker looked past his brother, looked past Yeshiva. I was hoping to ask a personal question more like. Anonymously. <laughs> 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 he didn't realize you knew the whole book being said. His father learned yeshiva with me. Wow. So, so, so wow. there's nothing uh, Zooks, what are you talking about? That's the oh my okay, Zooks. Zooks. Zooks, go ask your first question. I grew up in the system through elementary school, through high school, and it always seemed that the curriculum came before the students. And I was wondering why it was set up that way. Yeah, that he was on the curriculum. Um, no one's going to admit to that. What? No one's going to admit to that. No, I mean, let's, let's abstract the question a little bit. Let's really move it to, to, to a bigger realm. Um, whenever you can't answer, go to the philosophy. That, that works always much better. Yeah. <laughs> you know, every person functions as a yachid and functions as part of a tzibur. As a yachid, I can express myself fully, and I basically have my weaknesses and strengths. As a tzibur, I gain a lot, and I give up a lot. You know, it, that's across the board. I have a shul. I like to daven a certain way. I daven best at certain time in the morning, certain length of davening, certain this. And the Torah mandates a tzibur. So, so it is always a struggle. Um, Avram, the others were yechidim. Each one came to Akadosh Baruch in his way, and then and then Moshe Rabbeinu gave, Torah was given to Shishim Ribu Dafka. So Echad Avram, Avram is singled out as being a yachid, and his strength was that he was an individual, and he l- looked the world down and did his own thing. Um, so was Yitzchok. Yitzchok. Yitzchok could have not been Jewish. Yaakov could not been Jewish. From Yisrael, from Matan Torah, we we are part of the cloud whether you like it or not. It's in our favor now. That's a big picture of always a trade of Yachna Klau. <coughs> so now, being a little more specific, whenever we have a group, so, so Vishinantam Levanecha was a father learning with a son. And that was very individual. What happened was, many fathers couldn't, many fathers didn't, and you gradually created a school system, which the Gemara says that's what it morphed into, so it lost in some of it being ideal, and it yet it gained it gained something and lost something. That's that's the big picture. So now, a, a school. So when a person is learning with a chavrusa, a father and a son, he should be focused on the person he's learning with. A one-to-one type of relationship is where are you and how do you understand and what's good for you. The minute you start coming to a tzibur you're always going to have a sense of it, it's going to be quite good for everybody, almost, not perfect for anybody. It's like, I mean, I haven't, if you've noticed, I haven't been on the tall and big size. I, 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 you know, I always would run for the one size fits all. And I recognize very quickly that's the wrong department for me. You know, that's, that's not, it's not going to fit me. Um, so, so, so we have a problem now. 
inherent in the system, anytime I have 20 boys, which everybody would agree is an ideal number of students, or 15, I still have to decide on a pace which may fit a, a very well, maybe only one or two, it may not know. The question really, of, why yes. Have, can I interrupt you? Sure. Why do you have to decide on a pace? Well, because if I go slower, one or two people are going to be just kind of, it's a drag because they've caught it already and, and they're ready to move on. One or two people still are not there. So, so I, there, are, there are certain decisions I have to make. <coughs> do I go ahead and leave one or two people behind? Do I stay here and leave one or two people who've already have it? it you're always making a decision. When do I serve lunch? What do I serve for lunch? You know, at the end of the day, I'm going to have to look at if I if I want to make when you're home. My wife made we have there and her nine kids, so there were nine different salads. This one doesn't like onions. This one likes onions, but it's on the inside, not the outside. This one needs us now. You can't in in, a, in a, so at home. What a mother gives a child is that type of feeling. When when you come to a, a, a yeshiva, a hotel, a, well, hotel not, because you're paying fit, but any place <laughs> where, you, where you have, you're going to say, okay, I, I, I can't do it that way. I'm going to have to do something that fits most people and make some accommodations. But doesn't, but doesn't a child um, need that individual salad? So in, now the question, the but the question is how to produce it. So, so let's put yourself, now, so, so, okay, <laughs> so a mother has X amount of children. There's always a maximum to that. And, and, and never, even if you have a two-year-old and a three-year-old and a four-year-old, one of them is already like 17, 18 and moving on. So, so it's possible to demand that. Let's say you have 100 people, which is a reasonable number for yeshiva. Um, it, 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 what, what are you going to do? So you're always going to have to make things that fit a tzibur and, and it, it's going to shortchange a yachet. Now, the question is... Can I have to Yes. Let me finish the, the thought and then, okay? Yeah. The question is... So anytime, if, if I'm going to be able to serve a tzibur, I'm go let's take another example. Let's take a, a simple example. I, I remember when the Ramot Road was built. And many, many people, the, the, the road that goes down remote to 443, many people felt it was a terrible Xer on Kalei Yisrael, they were Afghanis, I remember. And Afghanis were, because this is cutting across the, the, from neighborhoods, going to separate, it's not. I was thinking to myself, whenever you're going to build a road, people are going to be negatively affected. There is no perfect road that doesn't need to dislocate somebody, doesn't go to place where you don't want it to go, and so on. So any road that's built is going to have to be a compromise and you're going to look at rove in a, in a certain way you might look at rove people you might look at rove needs but you're going to have to look at that and and you're going to make a decision that will inconvenience terribly some serve many well and serve some people perfectly where does the train stop you know the train it might stop in front of my house and i have the perfect if I, that's what i want i have the perfect translation somebody else have to walk four blocks any time you have a tzibur and people need to understand that <laughs> also um, there was a boy once in Yeshiva, but I was in high school. I'm, I wasn't so involved in high school at that time, and I'm still, you know, more as a figurehead. There was a boy who had done enough things that was felt that for the welfare of everybody, he needs to be asked to leave to go somewhere else. I, I, again, I was not formally involved. Wasn't you know, I was not involved at all in the high school, but but it's one building and one group. And the boy was talking to me, and, and he had that kind of American talk. Says, "I failed to see how this is going to help me in any way." And I told him, you know. 
it may not help you at all, but it'll help hundred other kids. You have to understand you're not a ben yachid, and, and you really, you know, a person needs to get that idea. Now, having said that, so when you're running a quote-unquote system, you need, so, so let me tell you where I think there is an Achilles heel. The boy who is struggling, so, so the curriculum is meant, a boy asks, how do I know if I'm doing well enough? How do I know if I'm not pushing myself hard enough enough? The first measure is 90% of the boys, let, let, let's take a physical example. If, if, if somebody, if, 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 a, if a woman brings the child to the doctor and says, I don't think he's eating enough. The answer is not, that's how Hashem meant him to be. The answer is, well, first of all, how do I know? So I say, okay, out of 100 kids, 50 eat a kilo stuff a day, 10% eat. Two kilo, 10%, half a kilo, and only 1% eats 100 grams. So once you get to a certain point, I say, I will say that that's called, he, he doesn't fit in general portrait, then maybe something's wrong, or whatever it is, I have to start asking. So I say there's a curriculum. It's normal for somebody 10 years old to be able to do a parish of Chumash. So I set that as my norm. I need, so the first thing is if someone's not doing it, I say, maybe you're just not working hard enough. I then need to say, maybe he has to learn differently. How do I comment? I need, first of all, never to, sense, never to send a message of failure because I don't have the ability to do a partial week. I'm not a failure, but I need to ask myself, how do I need to do it? So I need emotionally and, and genuinely emotionally to send a message to somebody about um, you are as good as the other person and it's my job, someone's job, or, or, or minimally to recognize that you need a different approach, you need different goals, something else. And as, as the society gets bigger and 1% and, and becomes not 1 but 10 but 100, to try to figure out a system that, that really works well. And, and understand it as a chatchila for people, not as a b'dyevet. You're not a reject because you need to learn Rashi before Chumash. This is you. This is how you work, and we have to provide for it. Um, and that's something that is is obviously setting the curriculum as a starting point is sensible. Turning it into an avodazara is is taking something which made sense to start with, and then and then just didn't make sense. So we need to. A, we need to understand anything serving at Sibur is going to be more of a compromise. Both need to understand it, the Sibur and the Yachid. We need to understand that not fitting into, I mean, when I walk into a store and one size fits all doesn't fit me, I, I, I don't f go back home feeling rejected and I, I just feel like they, they charge me three times as much because I'm called big and tall. So I, I do feel a bit down about that, but that's, that's life. And, and, and that's what and you mean by turning into a desert? Anytime something becomes frozen, there's a word from the Kotzka, <coughs> Do not make molten gods. In Yiddish, Geschmelzene means, it means molten. It also means frozen, because when you screw something together, it, it sort of shakes and it's it not so. When you cast something, a cast. So he said, anytime you turn something into a cast, this is it, that's an Avodah I need to d understand what's a rule of the thumb, from something being a rule of the thumb to something becoming immutable is the difference between using reason to becoming frozen in something that doesn't apply. So in the big picture, you, you, you start with, you know, as at Sibu, you start with the reason, but you have to understand the person who's not 
being matzliach with the tzibur, it's not his fault. It could be his fault, and then you have to think about it. Is it maybe because, you know, a little bit pushing, he'll make it happen. A little encouragement will make it happen. Is it, what does he need? Has he, first thing you need to understand, Kosh didn't create failures. And like the Gemara says, you know, Adam Yaiser, and he and he told him, and and he said, you know, complain to the manufacturer. Um, if if I don't have the ability, then you, then then Hakadosh Baruch Hu, are you saying Hakadosh Baruch Hu at fault? No. So it means Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants me to be able to to do what I can the way I can, and that's and that's v'zutilase. Every young kippur there's a beautiful piyut. It goes. You had these perfect malachim who are fire and this and that. But you really wanted us, our shevach, and we're we're flesh and blood, and we're no good, and we're we're, we're dismal, and so on and so forth. And still, that's what you wanted. So, so the attitude towards someone that things are not working out the way it's work <coughs> needs to be positive, and you need to try to find ways how to reach that mahalach also. I, it, there's a there's a, a there should be an underlying belief that. For the person that can't sit more than ten minutes, there's also mahalach of, of, of how to reach it. Um, there's a high school actually in Muncie. I won't mention because I'm not having version. Who deals with a very specific type of kid? I give the fairs for the yeshiva in New York, so I go up three times a year to, to Brooklyn and and like and now this time of the end, all the boys and they, they, they now Baruch have another person, but but I'm only people does. And I've had to date nine boys from that yeshiva of high school. They've gone to other yeshivas afterwards. Each one of them aced the test. Each one of them was fantastic. And I finally, and I'm, I'm not supposed to be personal, but I asked one of the boys, I said, you're the ninth boy taking the test. I, I've never seen such depth of understanding, such maturity, such this. What's the secret? And I called up the manal at that school and I told them, you know, I want to tell you something. It's, you know, I'm not supposed to do this, but I, I was so spoiled. And the boy, the boy thought a few minutes, and he told me three reasons why he feels. He said the head of that school himself is is a person who had these hurdles, and he's an example of how he dealt with it well. He said they always think they're not making a weaker version of a regular school, but they rethought of what works best for us and and so on. And the teachers are paid very well and they're dedicated. Those are the three things that he told me, and I'm repeating them. Um, so yes, there are there are bright spots in that area, uh, um, but uh, understand where the problem lies. Understand where it starts from, and nobody means bad. But what happens is, um, you take something which makes sense as a starting point, and you never rethink <coughs> again what's happening. Do you think there are those questions that you? You know, it's very hard when, when you'll be a rebbe and you'll face a classroom. Your father's a rebbe. It's it's hard and it's very hard. You're always locked in a system. You very rarely have the luxury. Nobody comes to you and says, here's a million dollars, here's a building, make a school that's perfect. You're, you're working as a rabbi, you're making $40,000 a year, your bills are $80,000 a year, and you have 25 kids and 50 parents complaining. You really, I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the other side that of the... system is the Avodazar that you were referring to. One second. But, but, but you, the system's Avodazar when it stays that way. But So, Emir Tzashem, do something. Get up, raise money, knock heads together, build something. Look at the yeshiva like but this. We're talking about the schools that are happening now. I mean, Correct, but the schools have the hands full. I assure you, as, as being a school, it's 24-7 just to keep the things running for the 80% of the kids that do make it well with the system. It's hard enough. But how many kids would you say are successful? So, so I want to say, I, I, I want to tell you something that I heard once from Einim as a friend of Racha, 
was the Ravenu um, was the Rav of the town. He built Silver Spring from nothing. He literally founded the town because he had the foresight that DC itself is going to collapse because of the riots in the 60s and then the demographics. He moved to Silver Spring. He, he founded the first Orthodox shul. He built up a community. He founded the high school. He was a man of, of great vision, great integrity. And someone came to him with complaints. They should do this and they should do this. And, it, and why don't they do this? And then where's their seichel? And where's this? And Venomous kept asking, who's they? Who is they? And finally, when the guy finished, Venomous said, when the we will become the they, they will do what we understand is, should be done. In other words, yes, it's a challenge. You're throwing down, and you, it, it, a person who doesn't understand this, you're not going to give in. So, Bezus Hashem, look, look at your own Rosh Hashiva. You know, it, it's, it, it's, it's been a struggle. I mean, you had it easy. Someone came to you and said, here's Yeshiva, here's a building, and make it happen, Rabbi Klein? Or is that, that's why it worked. Like, they, they, they begged you to come, and they brought the guys and, uh, and, the, and, the, and the building, and they said, you know, what else can we do for you? <laughs> well, it, it's, it's, a, it's very hard. I, you know, I, I'm telling you, I, I'm not even so involved in the high school. I, I'm sort of more in that sense, but problems do come and so on. The, the people worked, you know, a, a Rebbe has 25 kids. He's seven, six days a week teaching formally, and he's expected Shabbos to invite the boys to that. Um, a, a boy who's doing well needs 120% of your emotions, your, your time, your attention. And, and you have your own family of, of, of a bunch of kids. You know, it, it, it's, it, the question is, so let someone pick up the glove and and rise to the occasion you know it, it's it, it you know I try my own small way in our yeshiva we try to do things the way we think is all right we have a much easier time it's it's an out-of-town community we set the agenda we don't have parents who have come with very frozen preconceived ideas and are aghast that so so we, we do have a bit easier time at it but it still is always a challenge um Robina, can I just yes a quick question? um i mean it's, it's a a massive circuit. Correct. Um, just to put a, a detail. I asked the guys one time what percentage of the time from they were in first grade through finishing high school. Because most of the guys, I don't know when the Harusa system starts. What, right. In your yeshiva, in your high school. They try to get it at an early age. They try to start Harusa's at ninth, even eighth grade, a little bit, you know, they see how long kids can sit, engage with each other. They they, they, they try to push it in that direction. But I'm, I'm assuming the yeah. secular studies is no purpose. No right. So, so most guys experience a, an ex, uh, a whole life from kindergarten through twelfth grade, where what percentage of the time for the eight hours they're in school are they actually talking to the guy next to them? Are they allowed to talk? Are they allowed to talk? Are they? Are they it little, very little, correct. So, combined with a world where technology isolates the kid into his own little world of not, no expression, plus we're isolating the kid from kindergarten through high school, we're prohibiting talking, we're isolating the kid. There's a natural feeling of I'm pent up in that classroom. Do you see any trend, do you see anyone talking in America, Torah, Missouri, anywhere, where they're from first grade, they're trying to rebalance it and almost obligate the kids having more verbal self-expression 
uh, in the classroom experience, in the school experience? I don't know. I'm not in Torah, Missouri, and, and, and your point is a very good point. I, I just, I, I guess, a, a point of comment on You're 100% right that uh, the amount of expression that you do is, is the most important factor, and that's why you have a sense of the bright kids that ask the questions, that get the answers, do well, and therefore they're right. You know, you get, you get a vicious cycle that way. Which are probably two, three kids in every class. Correct, and, and I, but let me let me go, go to a different experience of mine. I, I am the high school boys eat Shabbos in different times. But I mean, you know, every few weeks they have an in, they have in Shabbos every third week. They eat Rebbeim, and they eat in my house. Bismedish boys eat in my house different. You know, they also a few times a year, and I found an experience. There's a number at which it breaks into little groups, and then it loses its sort of. You know, it's, I have an ideal number. You know, from five to fifteen people around the table provides a, a, enough interaction for each person to feel both that he's expressing himself and and connecting. When it starts getting more than that, and I've you know, I've, I've decided basically I really have like a full group because at 35, 40 people, which is the the, the, the boys in shiva, it just um, I, so it becomes little clicks. I, there's no there's no sense of oneness. And, or if everybody has to sit around as mummies and sort of very quiet, they, they feel kind of very passive. Um, so, so one of the things about it is you need to have groups that are um, homogenous enough and limited enough. It, it, certain things work <coughs> only in smaller groups. When I have five people around the table, it's, it's a phenomenally well integrated. F- up to 15 I can go around, I can, I can, we can talk about something and I can say, what do you think? What's your opinion? You know, you're just saying something interesting, what's going to comment? I, I can do that. At a certain point, that becomes limited. Um, it just feels like, from these guys and from my yeah. personal experience, it feels like school in general is almost punishing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, yes, it, it's something... And it feels like we're stuck. You, the way you expressed it is basically you told fully, listen, the rabbis are underpaid. You go do something. You said to fully, you go do something. Yes. But do you see anyone doing anything in the So I'm telling you, this high school in one, this high school in Mansi, is amazing, and they they do things by rethinking it. We have a Talmud of ours. You might know Tani Prero. I don't know if you've people heard him. And again, I, I'm not. I don't mean to advertise people, but Tani has a summer camp where he it's developing people. But it's rethought from A to Z. It's a wilderness thing. But it's not to just go out in the wild and sort of don't take a shower for a few weeks and hope that that has curative powers. It, they, they, what they do is everything is building teams, trust, finding your place in a society, being accountable. Everything is pre-thought. And I, 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 my feeling is if ideas are good and they're solid. Many ideas sounded good in the beginning. I mean, many people started different Hadarim with different systems. Some, so what, what happens is in time, it's like medications, like drugs. Some are very promising and then you realize the studies are misleading or there's, there's some after effect that's worse or whatever it is. Um, you need, people need to innovate, but to innovate, to change, there's a concept in the Gemara, what's called Varaya. You need to be able to have the stamina. You need yourself to be able to draw back and say, this point was a good point, but I need to change. It's 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 not. You bear the brunt of what was wrong, or where we were underserved, or not served, or misserved in the system. But I'm telling you, so it's a challenge. I, I want to turn the challenge around to you. 
and say, if you feel so strongly about it, it's not enough. You're voicing it to me. It's when, when you when you're older, when you when so you're going to have to do it. And and to initiate something takes um, it takes a lot more koach than to keep something going. And uh, and uh, you know and do it. Don't you think instead of investing so much time and money into programs and cure for people who are falling through the cracks, we should just invest a fraction of that into the system itself to prevent that from happening in the first place? You know, if people had an idea of what works, people like things that work, and you're always stuck. I mean, it, it's it's like saying. If I tell you there, are, there was a person who was in a car accident and he came to the hospital and nobody to serve him, you'll raise a lot of money. If I tell you that because people are not examined enough for diabetes and other stuff, they develop problems, the nature of people is when they see a crisis, when they see somebody dead from overdosing, it gets people to give money. When you see people, when you say, you know, he's not so happy and if he's not happy, he's going to get miserable and if he's miserable, he's going to do this, is that. I mean, it's it's much it's, so you you need to be able to to find something that will work and it's not as easy as you think you need to be able to find that will work and doable and and you need to be able you need to implement it and then if it works people will follow if, if you build something that will work people it'll follow and and you know it's 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 it, and I think the, the, it's it's a it's a it's a gemara. It says Pinchas came to Moshe and says, "You taught us this is the right thing to do." So Moshe Rabbeinu told him, "Karyana digarte iulava pervanka." The person who who's read the letter should be the executor. You're the one who feels strongly about it, generally strongly. It's something that 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 to the core of your being. And again, I don't want to. Nepotism, but I know your father, and I know the cocos he has, and he had, and you know, so 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 yes, y y you need to do. But again, you always need to understand being angry and realizing how one thing doesn't work is. Uh, let's take an example of something out of this. The fact that so many people in America are not have no medical insurance and 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 can die, and nobody would care, is a terrible thing. Now, if, is the answer so everybody should have medical insurance? One second. We, we, we even have the money from. And when you throw, well, what's money when you're talking about lives? That's really good. The question is, a doctor's not going to work for free. And a nurse's not going to work for free. And an Amazon's not going to come for free. So are you going to take the money away from the firemen and let people burn it? You, you need to understand you will accomplish something in life if you have the engine of emotion and the tools of safety. And those are the two most critical parts. Not everything that sounds good will work in practice. Um, you, you know, it, 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 there are good ideas that have not shown us to work. It, it's, it's a challenge. And, and you, so you need to use those feelings you have and hitch it. If you use it just to, to, um, it, it just to pour out your anger and frustration, then, then, it, it, then, then we haven't accomplished. There's a story that Lubavitcher Rebbe the previous one was as a young boy went to Warsaw. Warsaw in those days was the big city. That was like the, the New York of, of Eastern Europe. When he came, his father, the Rashab, asked him, did you see anything interesting? And he says, yeah, I saw something very funny. I was in the, in the railroad station, the big central railroad station. In those days, the, the engines ran on steam. So you had to heat up an engine. You, you put wood or coal, coal in and 
you know, the, the, the water heated until the pressure was, was strong, and w- when the pressure came to a certain point, he let the throttle go. So he said, so a guy was working hard, he heated up the engine, he, it, it, the pressure built up, he pulled the throttle, and the locomotive shot out of the railroad yards, and, um, <coughs> and, but he had forgot to hitch the, the, the train to him. So he shut off, you know, at 100 miles an hour, and the train stayed in the station. So his father told him, that's an extraordinary lesson that Akash Baruch taught you. You can heat up the engine, and you can build up the pressure and the steam to perfection. And you shoot out, and you forgot you have to take the train with you. That is the difference between people that write columns to people that do things. Um, you know, being upset means that you need to say to yourself, first thing is, this is the car Kajbar gave you, the years of frustration. That's, that's your steam engine. Two, it, it, it never turn it against people, because most people, meanwhile, are stuck in a system and so on. But even well-meaning people do what's not right. You need to focus on doing. You need to understand that at this point, when you do want to change things, you need seichel and thinking, what will work, how will it work, and so on. And, and then and, and recognize that the hurdle of change from inertia is yours. I mean, I remember when yeshivas were highly <coughs> unpopular. When to get a kid to go to ninth grade was Kriyas Yamsov. Everybody went to public school. And the people that, 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 the people that went out of their way <coughs> were, were Rebaran Kotler. You know, nobody, nobody in America sat learning. Even when I was growing up, I could think of maybe 60 people in America sat learning, 70 people. Rebaran Kotler was not well-liked. And, and people didn't look forward to his visits. And, and, and he went against, against the tide, against everybody. And when you go against the tide, you're not even popular. And he changed, he changed the tide. So now, now we have a tide that, that is going in a good direction, but, it, it, but missing many pieces and, and that have to be redone. And I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm saying the feelings that you express, the emotion you express, um, require you to do something. The system, talking to me is not going to change the system. My system is a school of 100 kids in high school, 100 kids in girls' school, uh, 45 Bach in Shiva Tana, and that's, that's the city. The city has 2,500 from families. I don't belong to Tormasora, I don't belong to Aguda, uh, not Peshita, not, not just, uh, just not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, and, and, and that's it. Um, it's, I'm not going to make that change, it's not mine. There's enough, it, 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 there's enough to do in Washington in its, its needs. And Baruch Hashem, the yeshiva has done much good, and, and the yeshiva is very progressive in many ways. You know, it, it has many positive aspects to it, but if you've gone through a system and you've seen the worst parts of it, the, the, the most frustrating parts of it, I, I, so to anybody here, and same thing, look, look at the dogma. Rabbi Klein could have sit and written countries and big posters on the walls in Yerushalayim, shame with Shemayim, kids are being destroyed. And instead of doing that, I'm, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm saying it cute, but I mean it seriously. I mean, if, if, if all those posters, instead of the people spending time putting posters on the walls would actually sit with somebody, learn olive base. The, the, the Satmarav met the Chazanish, and he, t- and he started saying, oi, the terrible, the million kids that are shmad, what are you doing about it? Chazanish said, a yeshiva and another yeshiva. A, a, a cheder, another cheder, a shul, another shul, a rav, and another rav. It, you know, talking and screaming and yelling is not good. It's, it's harness it. And, and, you know, and, and I mean, you know, we're a small community. We do, I do think we're, we're quite progressive. We do try to rethink things always, how to serve kids. We, we do try. My, I feel. 
because it's a community yeshiva, it's the only yeshiva and it's a well-defined community, so I can't just say, well, in New York, everybody decides, what do you, I want to serve Iluya Mitzvayonim. I want to serve the phenomenal Masmidim and this. I want to serve this. So who's going to serve? somebody has to serve the other kids. There's always a somebody, and, and I don't have the luxury. We're the somebody and we're the everybody. So, so the yeshiva goes out of its way for kids that don't fit in. We have two kids, two, three kids that don't really can't make it for whatever reasons. And, and, and it's, not, it's, not even the, it's, it's a lot of issues. We have a younger man who does one-on-one with them in a way that they can work it out. And, but, but that's because of, of our setup. And I was able to do it. I had the right person, the right thing. But that's very unusual. In, if I were in New York City, I don't know what I would do. It's a, it's a different mentality. Here, we feel it's my responsibility. It's our children because it's a well-defined, relatively small community. When you're one of 100,000, a million, you know, someone will come to you and tell you, you know, there are people dying because they, they can't get into a hospital. They don't have money. At some point, you say, I can't, I can't do everything. I, I can only do... If I, if I try to do everything, I'll do nothing. So, you, you, as somebody who, this is, this is uh, maybe what Kaddish Baruch called you. This, this is, you know, maybe you went through such a difficult time to be able to, able to, to do it right. Rabbi, on, yes. on, on that, medi- on, that, on the, the bunch of people dying, wouldn't you say it's on the medical board of directors to, to like, stop and take a hard look at the, at the fact that there's a lot of people and it's under there? It is, but what, what do you do when you have competing things that are extremely, you know, you, you, if you pull three doctors from the, from the main and put emergency room, then you see the curve of people dying, the, the main goes up. It, it, you know, there are a lot of things where it's hair raising, where, yeah, sometimes it's laziness, because I want to take an extra vacation, two patients died on me. Yes, that, that's terrible, so I'm not going to take extra vacation, I'm not going to take patients. I won't tell anyone about that, by the way. What? <laughs> well, I'm not supposed to be taking patients, so you don't, you're, you're but, but, you know, what do you do with a child who, through no fault of a lot of times it's a very difficult home situation, but he's impacting other kids very negatively, he's getting other kids to drink. Now, his own suffering is not his fault. He has a lot of terrible pressures, but in order for him to drink, he needs to have chaverim. L'chaim, you need two people at least to say l'chaim. What do you do? What do you do? You know, it, it's, it, your hair turns white. But what about a kid that's just not motivated? So, so, it, it, so you, you have to find, so, so now, how much can I bend the general class? So, so let, let, let's take a, a, let's say in a classroom where the ratio Learning, you, you learn 10 hours a week, and one hour is you play ball, one hour you do a trip. Some other kid might do better with five hours of trip and five hours. How much can you, um, you know, how much do you sacrifice a klal for a yachid? How much, are, are, so, and, and get fortunate, because it's a small place, and I love a lot of people that are willing to do things, I can provide that a yachid can have something of, of his own. But, but, but that's a luxury. What about the isolation of the itself? The fact that is the Roshiva mosque and that that is about what's going on at Silverstone, just in general, in today's generation. I, I, I think, that school I think, that that I have against technology is not the schmutz that you find. I mean, I grew up way before those technology. I mean, they, they, were, they had cars already when I was growing up, but, but they didn't, you know, this, but I assure you we knew where to find schmutz. I, I can tell you we were four stops, subway stops away from Times Square, and anybody who wanted to call Dichfin, there, there was no problem of finding stuff. And you always knew what to find. The Itzahara has been 
a, a faithful supplier <laughs> of, of, of stuff. That's not the, the real problem. Is what? You know what? When we, a glossy magazine served the purpose when it needed to. You know, we we didn't know that that you could have it and whatever it is. The real issue is, we we had a meeting with the guys about technology. I told them, I don't want you to see it as a frumkite issue. I, I feel I'm giving your lives back. You sit and talk to a person. You talk five minutes, and 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 he and he can't sit still. I don't. I do not have a cell phone in in America, day to day. And I say, I I don't work in an emergency room. I'm not a fireman. There is nothing that can't wait three hours. I I once a day, twice a day. I sit down. I go through all the phone calls that came in. I answer. There's no reason. I can't take. I, I need to be able to sit and get into something, whether it's learning, whether it's talking to a person, whatever I do. I, I'm not, I, there's no reason why an email has to be answered within three seconds. It, it, I, I, I'm not, so yes, when you're trading stocks and the price goes up now, that's the nature of the job. When you're in an emergency room, that's the nature of the job. When you're learning, when you're living life, that's not the nature of the job. You know, it, it, writing a letter, how many people can sit and write three, four page letters, like we did in Chicago, where, where you express yourself and you build rela real relationships with people. Um, I don't know. Is it gone forever? I would hope not. To me, that's a lot. To me, that's a Can very... Can we teach this in the school, though? Can we teach that expression in the school? Is it possible? But, but people have done something to sacrifice for that. If you want to write, to sit and to write well and express yourself requires disciplining yourself. You need to roll up your sleeves at an age when you don't want to and, and write and learn how to write. It's not, it doesn't come natural. It comes natural, but it comes very rough. So, so when a teacher gives an assignment to write five pages, they, they, they call in the health services, the child welfare services that, that, that I'm serious. So people, and, and a child at a certain age, now as an adult you understand that you wish as a child you would have had more ability to do it. The child does understand it. He, he doesn't know why he has to miss his baseball game, why he has to do this and so that. Those, those are the issues. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it, you, you need to invest in order to gain. And, and in my mind, the points you made are extremely well. The fact that we can't think, they, they can't assign books anymore. To read a book, most you can do is read a story, read a chapter. Because uh, patience to read a book, I mean, I, I write occasionally, I write all sorts of research. So, Aisha Torah, when they built a website, I asked them a few times, and they told me, Yaharagval Yava, more than 300 words, is Le Yerov Le It's Le Yerov Bekhal. I find at some point they gave up and they said, okay, do whatever you want, then whoever read it, read it, and that's that. But, you know, 300 words is the, is the maximum person's patience. And our, if you ask ourselves, the, the more thoughtful, intelligent presidents, the, the totality of the information they explained to us about what they plan to do is, yes, we can. <laughs> but, you know, that was Obama who's more educated, more intelligent. This one is, make America great. But did, can, can someone ask me, I, you know, I ask people whether they'll, they'll say Obamacare is terrible. And I will say, yes, just explain to me, just in the Russia program of Obamacare. I don't know what it is, but it's a terrible thing. It's, 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 I said, did you ever bother just to read like a one-page summary? It could be it's very bad. I, I have no opinion in the matter, but did you read anything that would inform you about it? You know, no, medicine has gone down the drain. Everybody knows that. I, I had an uncle who was in the hospital and he died. You see? That never would have happened 20 years ago. I, 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 you know, so, so I, at some point, I, I, you know, but, but, but it requires that you give this up for, for 12 hours a day. It requires that you become the master of this instead of it the master of you. It requires that you understand that you have to sit and not write a tweet, but you have to write five pages expressing feelings and emotions. You need to invest to get these results. Rabbi, at 10 years, at 10 years old, yeah. you know, 
Milk Kid wants to do that, first of all. Yes. And because of that, shouldn't it be the educator's concern to inspire, inspire... So, so I want to tell you some inspiration starts at the age of... Kids have different ages. Meaning, meaning if, if, if I don't know, if a kid doesn't know why he's doing so, something, he's not doing correct. it. Correct. So, so, so let me, so let me tell you, it's one of the mistakes people make. I think some people still do it. Some people but still do it. But let me tell you, in Chinuch, in Chinuch, a younger boy, let's say a tall age by mid, so he becomes a teenager, he does things that he thinks adults find important. His sense of what's worthy is, so if you're in the yeshiva environment, it's if, if, if the attitude is you're going to become a Rosh Hashiva God, Lador, this is what Big Rabbanim do, this is what everybody says, wow, this is a future side of God, that's what moderates. As a teenager, something turns on inside, emotional, and fires up. And it could be to be a teenager, it could be anger and resentment, it could be wild dreams, it could be, I think, as an adult, things reshift again and you become more pragmatic and so on. You can't, a 10 year old, you talk to him, but it's a different type of inspiration than a 16 year old. You, you need to be, and a child will accept, a child will accept things if he feels that this is what big people do. Big people write big compositions, they read big, I remember as a kid I read a fancy book, didn't understand much of it, but because it was like, wow, everybody says this book is like so important, you need to give a chashivas to it, and that's what most kids will do. Um, as you get older, you need to start when you need to build a certain um, emotional drive. It changes that itself. What motivates? When I was a teenager, the more extreme the message, the more I was turned on. And one of the people who turned me on, I, I mean, wow! Like any anybody who spoke pragmatically and presented different sides and tried to weigh options was to me a compromiser. Uh, you know, he, 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 he's not Emis. It's somebody who was like, Mila Hashem that that was that like really fired in the Shama. I look back and I think that person's a crackpot. And, and, you know, but, 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 it's, it's, but, but understand, inspiring kids is, it, and, and, and a kid that has an unhappy background, going, a kid that's suffering at home, doesn't have love, has a difficult situation, no matter what happens in class, it's, it's still not going to, you know, he's suffering so much and you need to understand that. And, and you have a lot of that. And you, you know, some of it is critical, some of it is just simmering on a, on a low flame. And, and it, it's so big and it's so, it's one of the areas I, I do feel that Rebbeim need to supplement. We have, by us in Yeshiva, I encourage, um, we have to have like a psychologist educate Rebbeim on main, on main issues and so on. Rebbeim don't have to become psychologists, but they have to be aware of it. YU has a course for a bottom online course on you know, psychology is relevant to that area of, of Rabbanis. I think that that's something because you don't, the kid that you see in yeshiva is not a blank page. He came from, he's, the last 12 hours he's been at home and home has either nourished him, has either stressed him out or done a little bit of each. And, and you need at least to understand that and understand where he's coming from. Um, the same kid who's obnoxious <coughs> and difficult snapped, it's, it's because his father whacked him to an inch of his life last night. It's because his mother was crying all night. It's because, I don't know what, you know, it, it, it's so much more complex than just what you see in front of you. And an adult can struggle with it, a child has a hard time. Yes? I think that every rabbi should go through some kind of program of course to I, I believe yes. I believe, and again, it's not, I, I, somebody wrote a book 
he's a psychologist who does a lot for YU uh, stuff. He wrote a book about rabbinic counseling, and, and his point was, you're not going to be a psychologist, you're not supposed to be a psychologist. You're not supposed to even be a major counselor. You're supposed to recognize which problem <coughs> needs to be sent where, and when it's, when it's not an issue of Rabbanis, but an issue of else, it's, it's, it's more triage than anything else. I definitely think that Rabbanis should have that training. You know, to have an understanding of basic issues, um, basic background problems. And it's not so that he can deal with it. it. One job is enough, but at least understand where you, you, you're, not, you're not dealing with a blank page. Is there a program like that? Raise, you know, I, 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 by us, I, I introduced it and worked hard at it. I also have, in the girls' school, we started a program where a psychologist, a from psychologist, is teaching how to deal with issues in life. Um, because, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's more than right and wrong. A, a child, there was, there was a child who was, and I saw him in high school by us, who really was like, in this, like very, so, off the derech, whatever you want. But he, one of the, he told one of the that my father beats me up every day, and I, and I, and I pray to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, every day he should save me. And then one day I said, Hashem, I give you one more chance. And my father threw him down a flight of stairs. Hashem had his chance, and that's it. What do you answer to a child like that? What do you answer? You know, and, and it's not one child, so it's not and as extreme as that. You need to understand that there's so much more to a person than what's, what you see in the classroom. Um, you know, it, it's, I was speaking once to Boy Nesha Torah. He was a grown person, he was like in his early 20s, and it, he had, it, it bright fell on this and that. It was like kind of a guy, not that you, and, and then, he, you know, one day we got close and he told me some of his history. When he was five or six years old, his principal in kindergarten insulted him in front of the whole class. Like he made some joke about him being left behind and everybody left. And he never forgot that. And he didn't perform. He said he shut down. And, and this is a grown up person telling me about that experience and he was reliving it when he's talking to me. Uh, you know, it's a, it, he once asked the Panevich Rav, maybe we'll finish with this because this is at least, I, I guess it's, it's inside of a guttle. Um, they asked, the Panevich Rav went around the whole world collecting money for the yeshiva. Someone told him, Panevich Rav, you're an Adam Gadol, you're a yeshiva, you built Tyra. Why is it that there's a gezer on you of running around the whole world? It's not a life. He said, when you're dealing in a yeshiva and a chinuch, you're dealing with nefashas. B'mezit, we're not chashet. But b'shogeg, shkiyas miyavin. The punishment and the kapara for shogeg is gullus. And that's what it is. That's, that's how a big person looked at it. And, uh, you know, and, uh, okay, I have to do my gullus. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay, and uh, that's Hashem. And listen, I, I, and I really mean it. People take in strong passions and put it into, into, into practice, it works. And, uh, you we know? just have the emotion, we need a seichel also. Yes, one without the other, seichel without emotion is dead. So it's we're the not spilling our emotion, water. we're hoping that you have You channel it, you channel it. They asked the Panevich Rav, somebody was once sleeping on a bench in Panevich, and the, they didn't see he was there like at night, and the Panevich Rav was standing with a gross spot, I think, behind him. They both had lost their families in the war. Rav Grossbart had sort of withdrawn, and Panevich Rav was, and Rav Grossbart turned to Panevich Rav and he said, I don't know, how do you do it? Like, how do you do what you're doing 
don't you have the emotions of loss of your family? Like I have, in other words, I, I, I'm helpless, I'm paralyzed. So he said, Ich das. He said, I build with those emotions. And every brick I lay, I say is, Le'ilu nishmas, my, my, my son's neshama is retired. That's what I do with my emotions. Well, that's how we built the... Okay. Thank you very much.